Hello and welcome back to the Sports Couch Podcast with your hosts, Matt, Nick, and Chris. We are back here, Season 3, Episode 4. If you can believe it, it is tied 1-1-1. I know, you know, for you fans, and especially I got a shout out right from the start, my boy Devin Davidson, who I didn't know was an avid fan of the couch. I knew he had checked it out. I didn't know he was, you know, such a fan that he knew the scores. He knew when I got a dub, which is not very often. So, um, thanks for tuning in. But, uh, so if he knows when you got a dub, that means he listened like three times last season. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. Um, so we'll get to the six questions, another week, another six questions, and then we'll get into a little opening take. Six questions. What team can benefit the most by signing OBJ? Which single MLB player can benefit the most by winning a championship this season? Can the Padres beat the Dodgers? Who is a dark horse team to make it to a conference final in the NBA this year? Either conference, just a team. Who will win the NFC East and why? Who is your pick for offensive rookie of the year right now? And of course, that's in the NFL. Oh, Some good shit. questions. A great time for sports. All right. All right. I, 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 enough. You got the questions off. Let, let me get into these freaking Raiders, man. Yeah. The opening um, take, we're going to go into the Raiders. So. Oh my goodness! Is all yeah I have I, to say I, about the Raiders? They're supposed to, they're one in four. They made this trade for Devontae Adams. They went ten and seven last year. It's just awful. I don't know if it's Josh McDaniels or what. If it's not clicking, maybe they wanted the interim coach back. But it's not like they even lost to all good teams. Like the Kansas City loss is one thing, but like they they lost to who, who they lose to week one. Then they lose to Tennessee and Arizona and all sorts of bummy teams. Yeah, I mean, I just it was tight. I think I remember in the first two weeks the score was tight, um, but it just doesn't. Am I right on that, Nick? Can you check the scores of that Raiders? Uh, yeah, I'll check. But um, but yeah, I just Devontae Adams. You know, the NFL even before Burrow um, and his boy, you know, hooked up with each other uh, on the Bengals, people loved that whole college. And uh, why is his name escaping me? Um, yeah, they, lost wide receiver. The they lost to the Chargers, the Cardinals, the Titans, and the Chiefs. And give me the wide yeah, receiver's uh, name uh, from, uh, from in this team. This is this is a team that just can't simp, simp, from where? No, I just it's escaping Jamar me. Chase. Yeah, Jamar. Yeah. Hello? So real quick, I just want to tell say this point that you know we always loved and people would look forward to a Jamar Chase and Burrow sort of hook up in the NFL. Because it didn't happen very often, but now it seems that teams after that it's, are catering more towards doing that. So because of that, we were excited. I mean, I know I was, and I'm very under, you know, impressed. Honestly, Chris, you know, likes to blame the quarterback, says it's Carr's fault. But again, this is a team Car's that's lost, bad. lost by less than you know eight points, or uh, well, nine points against the Raiders. But they were like within one score uh, in every game this year. And with the exception of the Broncos, which was nine points. And it's like they can't finish and that's coaching. And we talked about it on the, on the first ever tough takes episode, you know, would you have gone for uh, with 423 left and uh, gone for two instead of kicking the points with that much time left, knowing that you'll get the ball back at some point, I wouldn't have gone for it. And it's those types of decisions that are going to, you know, they, they blew a 17 point lead 
And I wouldn't have made that decision with 423 left. We talked about it on the Tough Takes I mean, uh, podcast, and it was if it was within two minutes, Josh we both McDaniels agreed we'd do it. Home. But I don't think does, he, he's I mean, playing. He's coaching well. But do, doesn't it doesn't it seem like at least it seems to me that it shouldn't be this way? You kind of know what I'm saying. Like I understand they're not playing well, but at the same time, are they the type of team that's going to completely turn it around? I feel like it's a possibility. Feel like it's a possibility that they could win four games in a row, um, because that's what we thought they were going to do right out of the gate. So I feel like their season isn't done yet, but it's definitely cause for concern. They're in trouble. You don't start one and four and just magically turn it around. It's a tough division. They're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender when they got Adams. Yeah, and and Adams, you know, Adams has been playing well, but um, you know, he's always going to play well. I mean, or at least. He should, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely underwhelmed. You know, it's, it's, I'm underwhelmed. I, I think, I think that they should probably have won three games at, at least, um, based on their roster and based on how they were being hyped before the season. But I don't know, man, Derek Carr doesn't look as elite, but I'm telling you, I know I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but I'm telling you, I think they're going to have some games in the next couple of weeks that are going to say, all right, here's the team that everyone was talking about. We'll, we'll see. Got to buy this week, so you don't got to look forward to it this week. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. It's it's. it's we'll see what happens. J e t s Jets. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about those Jets real quick. I mean, unbelievable. Can you believe it? Forty points, unreal. Uh, it, it's it's insane. You know, it's the it's the first uh, unreal win in uh, twelve straight games versus divisional uh, opponents, and they. Kick their it's ass. Also, I it's mean, also the you can say all you time. want about them not having a uh, quarterback. I get it. They were down to the third string quarterback, but he looks uh, pretty that, consistent to me. But being against two of the best, two the the you know the the best one of the best wide receiver duos in the league, and keeping them in check. I mean, that's all defense. And so, not to uh, mention that Zach Wilson had like 210 yards, no interceptions, and he ran for a, a touchdown. And the Jets hadn't had five rushing touchdowns not since 1993. And that's what you want. If he's a game manager and you have these other these other playmakers like a Brees Hall, Michael Carter, like a Garrett Wilson, Tyler Conklin getting on the action, uh, and of course, uh, Corey Davis, Matt's favorite player. I love Corey um, Davis. You know, they're firing on all cylinders. And, and Chris, I mean, I know you've hated on the Jets, but you got to admit that they are a team now. They're one of those teams that are scrappy and, and young, and they could beat the Packers, man. No, no, the they could beat the Packers, man. All it is is no, all it is, Chris. Chris, turnovers. Chris, what? The 40, forty points. There's nothing. That's, not, that's fluke, nothing. To, that's nothing to shrug off. Forty points is a big deal. Point, okay, they got it's a big 40. deal. It's not, man. Not the way they got. Listen, the way it doesn't the Jets matter are how they got. The way it. the Jets are playing, and then they imploded. It's not the same. The way that the Jets are playing, uh, you, you, Chris, every you expert can't, says but, differently. But, Chris. but Chris, you can't but just the way lean on. Playing is that they're not. So when, so when the not, Packers win by gonna, twenty this weekend, is we're going to write this off, right? I'll they're, bet you money they beat. They're them. not going. They're, they're going to beat the Packers. And here's the thing, Chris. You can't just say they they got. Off turnovers, you know, the defense has has a hand and had a big hand in those turnovers. It wasn't just the the lack of, of good offensive prowess that caused the turnovers. So it's Do I have you to can't take just... more of the Madden's money on this show, man. Listen, man, I'm not gonna bet you, but I'm gonna say that <laughs> I think they're gonna play him pretty tight. And you can't say that defensive, you know, score, you know, def- I don't think putting yourself don't in think a position are. from a defensive think... uh 
recovery of a turnover or a forced well, fumble Sauce, like that. Sauce Gardner for the second week was named uh, offensive or defensive rookie of, of the week. Uh, absolutely locked down. A uh, couple catches for 30, uh, 35 yards, or it was 45 yards for um, yeah, with the uh, third string for Tyree Kill. And he, he did have a touchdown, but that wasn't against Sauce Gardner. He didn't even absolutely start, he didn't locked even down defense. Tua. If Brees Hall went for 200 yards. Sauce, Sauce was on uh, hill most of the game, man, on, man, man coverage. Who was there? Yeah, I don't even the know what their quarterback's sport, name was. Okay, well, I mean, anyway. Let's move on from the Jets. All I can say is that they are. It's very uh, exciting. They're expect they're expecting to win. They're playing like they expect to win. If the Jets lost forty to seventeen win. and and it wasn't even Flacco playing, you'd be like, "Whoa, it was our third string." Well, that's it's, not what happened. It, <laughs> it's true that they had a third string quarterback in, but it's not to say that. But that's not to say the off. What, what's that to say about the Miami defense that played very well against uh, against? Josh Allen, huh? Aaron What's that to Rogers say about them? Because coming. we dominated, we dominated their defense. Dominated. You guys, you guys got a couple fluke touchdowns in the fourth quarter. It was twenty six. Right, let's move to on. So let's get into the questions. Because come on, man. One sided argument here. Chris isn't isn't seeing the actual. I mean, what every expert says that you the, haven't even watched the, the games. You've noise. been at Oktoberfest. In <laughs> I watched the game. I watched every play of the game. <laughs> I have Sunday ticket. Watched every play of the game. So what are we going with here? Um, I'm going first. Um, and you know what? I'm going to put myself on the couch. Chris, have a seat on the couch. I'm going to wow. go first. My question is to, to change it up because, you know, we're heavy on, on the NFL, but we got, we got a nice ball game coming next week. We got tip-off coming. So what is a dark horse team to make it to a conference final in the NBA this year? And I'm going to go first. So, Nick, let me know when, when my minute starts. Go ahead, have on the couch. Let it be known. I'm going with the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm going with the New Orleans Pelicans. This is a team that looked pretty damn good without Zion Williamson. Ingram looked like he was playing out of his mind in the playoffs. He could be a team leader. You got McCullum, who's now coming back healthy. Zion has a uh, you know, addendum in his contract that he has to stay at a certain weight. He looks built. He looks that 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 he slimmed down. And hey, the guy's got to work on landing well. I mean, the guy's a freight train. He clearly doesn't know how to land because he's always hurting his ankles or hurting his knees or hurting his lower body. But if he plays well, I mean, he was setting those records for consistent, you know, games, uh, field goal. It was either field goals made or field goal percentage that Shaq had done when Shaq was playing in his first couple of years. This guy was doing consistent things and he was also a dominant force. So you got a big three like that, that no one's talking about Zion McCollum and Ingram to me, that's a dark horse and they could end up knocking somebody off. If Zion plays healthy and is the guy that everyone thinks he should be because we haven't even seen a full season. of Zion. All right. That's all you got. So you're talking about Zion um, making a big leap this year. You're talking about McCollum as well. They got a lot of pieces there. Chris, is there another team or, or do you agree with that? Or what are your thoughts? I don't think the, um, Pelicans are going to go to the conference finals. I think a team, a dark horse team that could go to the conference finals or even could probably could maybe win it all. I think would be the Los Angeles Clippers. They added John. You, you just mentioned a dude that hasn't played in an NBA game in like three years. So be quiet about the trash. Um, They have Paul George, John Wall and Kawhi Leonard. That is one of the best trios on paper in the whole league. I don't care what you have to say. John Wall scored 20 points in a preseason game like three nights ago. On paper. He's not, he's not no slouch, man. On paper. Same thing with the Pelicans. On paper. You haven't seen Zion not, play. Not on paper. You haven't seen Zion play 
in like three seasons. Relax over there. Um, Kawhi Leonard, when Kawhi Leonard plays, he's a top five player in the league. He has won two finals MVPs. They have Paul George, who's no slouch. If they stay healthy, John Wall stays healthy and can be 80% of the player that he was. That's a clear, they're on clear crash course to the finals. I don't see how, what team in the West is going to make the Warriors. Obviously that's going to be a fight. So that's all them, we got. Uh, Chris, besides the Warriors, the Clippers, what are you going to do? John Wall, uh, who apparently is still playing basketball is going to actually play a game this year. Uh, and then of course, Kawhi and Paul George. Uh, that's a nice uh, trio there for sure. Um, you know, they got a good coach. So Matt, any thoughts on that? Or uh, are you going to stick with the Pelicans? Are you going to talk about My the thought- Clippers? Do you think well- they can make it? No, I I don't want to to you know have a disgusting taste in my mouth, but I'll go into it a little bit. I hate the Clippers as much as I hate the Boston Red Sox. They are a fraudulent fucking franchise. They're yes. awful. They'll never win anything. And and Kawhi Leonard is a slouch, and he doesn't want to play a full season. That's why he gets injured. John Wall refused to play. Teams like that don't end up winning, and they're not going to win. They're they are fraudulent. Shit and Paul George is over. Possibly beat them because I'm sorry. Please, I can't with the Clippers. Could you repeat man. the last couple points you said. You're breaking up there for me. I don't know if Chris heard you, but my last points were that I st- I believe in in the young talent with uh, the Pelicans. I think they have more chemistry. I think the Clippers are fraudulent. I think they don't All play right. enough together, and I just think well, that they'll that's, choke. That's 30 seconds, uh, Chris. Final 30 seconds here. All right, so the Clippers, talking about depth, they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players that average double digits, plus they have Kawhi Leonard and John Wall this year. I think that they're going to be a problem. That was last season. They had nine, ten players. But they're not really a dark horse. Do you think they're a dark horse? Everyone's, you you think... do you think Zion Williamson is going to play? I don't. I think that's a dark – I think he's more likely to play than Kawhi Leonard, yes. I don't. I've seen Kawhi Leonard win a championship since Zion's been in the league. I understand, but they're not a dark horse when you got a payroll All right, that's that all big. we got. That's all we got. Uh, I haven't even very seen tough Zion. competition Zion's here. Play, plays like Good argument for sure. Same with Kawhi. Um, hey, but Kawhi plays in the playoffs. <laughs> Good argument for sure. Right now, the Clippers are fourth in odds to make it to the championship. Um, the question is dark horse. So does that make them a dark horse being outside the top three? It's tough. Pelicans uh, on the list I'm seeing here. It's tough, not Chris. On the list. It Pelicans is tough. Are, Chris mentions depth. Chris mentions depth, and they definitely—it's uh, absolutely tough, man. Nine players being uh, averaging, you know, a double-digit points—that's that's pretty, pretty crazy point there. Uh, that's pretty major. Depth is we've seen it's huge in this league. Um, nobody mentioned coaching. Uh, I do think Ty Lue is the better coach. Um, it's pretty tough here. It is tough, but I'm gonna have to go with Chris on this one. Um, if they were in the top three. Uh, I wouldn't be able to accept it, but being number four in the favorites, uh, I think that's, that's want to put it, want to put it on the board, Chris, I'll put it on the board, put it on the, the board, Clippers, Chris, if the, if the Clippers stay healthy, they're going to go to the finals. Oh, if they stay healthy, the old Pratt way, 
It's, uh, it's how gotta, it is. You got to stay healthy. You got to stay healthy. Let me grab our uh, – I'm putting it on the board. So if it, whoa, 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 whoa. What does if they stay healthy mean? Does that mean that Kawhi hey, plays Kawhi, half the – Kawhi has to Kawhi has but, but, to But when Kawhi's when, healthy, Kawhi he plays to, half the year anyway. Kawhi has to play when it matters for it to count. <laughs> when Kawhi's healthy, he plays 50% of the time anyway. All right, and Zion doesn't even play fifty percent of the time. They were saying he, he hasn't half the year. Last w- w- year. When he plays, he hasn't oh, played a full ready. season. Zion's ready. Zion's when he ready. plays a full season, we'll see. So right, we got to move ready. on here, uh, Chris. You are on the couch, or you can decide whether you're on the couch. Or are you going to pick a question? Zion's ready. <laughs> He's absolutely ready. He looks fantastic. That team looked a lot right. better without with uh, with McCollum and without Zion last yeah, year. Yeah, without so Zion, I'm, man. I, I like the pick. I do like the pick. I'm ready. Um, I'm ready. But I think the Clippers have better chance. Unbelievable, Nick. Unbelievable. I, I like the pick. I think the Pelicans are going to be good. They're going to make some noise. But it, Thank you. Tough. Oh, man. I can't just bring up some good points for once, Matthew. I know I'm just the unorganized one. On <laughs> I think the Uh-oh. phrase was unprofessional, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Never I'm kidding, man. All right, where are we going here, Chris? All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna put myself on the couch. I'm gonna go against Matt here, since I want to go with the. I want to go. What with about the Nick? I'm bringing the baseball one out now. Nick doesn't want to talk about this. I do not. <laughs> See, so I want to go. Which single MLB player can benefit the most by winning a championship this season? And I'm gonna go first, obviously. Let's hear it, Chris. I think you know where I'm going to go with this one. We'll see. Nick? I have a seat on the couch. Ready? Yep. The single player with the most to gain by winning a championship in the playoffs this year for baseball is Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs in the regular season. He's on course on a crash course to win MVP. Um, he's got to put produce in the playoffs. He's looking for this big contract from the Yankees, trying to stay with the Yankees. And what other way than to solidify this season than to win a championship? You win your first championship with the Yankees, um, and you basically force their hand into having to pay you this big contract. If like if um he doesn't hit in the playoffs and they don't win. He's going to have to go somewhere else where they don't make the playoffs every year. The Yankees are like every year they're in the playoffs. Um, so you already have that for you and you have to be the guy that and, the, and winning a world series here can prove that you are the guy and you are going to solidify yourself as say a hall of fame player. You All gotta, right. You well, get this Chris ring. goes with Aaron judge talks about the 62 home runs or 63. It's 62, which was an American League record. Yeah, 62, the record, home runs, uh, talking about the contract that he wants, turned down a big contract, wants a 10-year deal. Uh, Matt, is there anyone else? Are you going to stick? Are you going to go with Aaron Judge? Who else can benefit from the big playoffs? You know, honestly, you know, we see this sometimes. Um, I, I, I don't know if I can pick anybody else. You know, it might be more swaying towards Chris on this one. It's really difficult for me to think of anybody else other than Aaron Judge that it would benefit the most. I mean, I don't know uh, if, if things were different. I was going to say like somebody like DeGrom, right, to get there. But they got freaking bounced. So thinking about the thinking about the bracket right now, I mean, you know, no one needs to win in, in Houston. You know, no one needs to win for the Padres. They're all, you know, chasing after a dream. Right. 
the Dodgers. I mean, I guess you could say Kershaw would be the only other person that like could need this to sort of solidify who he is and his greatness. But honestly, it's got to be Judge. It's hard to pick against Judge. This is a miracle, you know, sort of uh, fantastical season for him. And in, with a guy that bet on himself, I mean, you win the World Series. Not only are you getting a bag, you might literally get the biggest contract in MLB history and even even in Yankee history. So it's hard to go against Judge on this one. I feel like it would be sacrilegious. Definitely going to be the biggest contract in Yankees history. In Yankees and maybe even MLB. And let me tell you, I just think that it matters more for him because he's on that Jeter track. And this just really solidifies it. It's like a Monument Park track. And if they win the World Series, it's 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 in the stars. It's hard to pick against Judge here. It really is. All right. Well, do we want to do 30 seconds or uh, you guys, got, Chris, you have anything else to add to judge the argument there? You guys are in agreement. Matt mentioned DeGrom a little bit, Kershaw, uh, anything I think, against those I th- guys? I, think or... I have another person and he plays for the same team that I think it would solidify. I mean, I was going to say him too, to be I honest th- with you. I think um, Garrett Cole has yeah. a, could get a lot, especially if he pitches well in these um playoff games like he did in game one of the he redeemed himself he he could redeem himself for that 300 million dollar contract that he got too but other than that it really is Aaron Judge or nothing if he doesn't win the World Series this year then it's just an MVP year he had 62 home runs and it's like it's not nothing though Chris it's It's not nothing but it's kind of gonna it's gonna bring it down a little bit if they don't capitalize like capitalize the mad final 30 yeah my my final 30 would be you know to 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 go against Chris just a little bit, I think that it would it wouldn't just be like, you know, brushing it off for Aaron Judge. If he doesn't win the World Series, I still think he's going to get a bag. I still think he's going to be a Yankee for life, even if he doesn't win. So to go against what you're saying just a bit, maybe it is Garrett Cole has a little bit of the edge because he's the guy that you know started this whole let's let's check to see if the pitchers have stuff on them in their ears and stuff. And he basically outed himself saying, yeah, everybody does it. So, and he, he shit the bed last year in the playoffs. So he hasn't put himself and he has this big uh, contract. Aaron so, Judge so, only hits two thirty. So, so maybe it is Cole, you know, maybe it is Cole and, and, you know, maybe I'll go with Cole for my 30 that it might mean a little bit more for him than judge because he did not have this miracle season. I mean, he broke the record for strikeouts in a season right, by Yankee, we gotta move on but, here. but nothing like judge. Um, it's gotta be judge. Chris gets the benefit of being on the couch first, bringing up the homers first, bringing up the fact that he's looking for a new contract. Um, both in agreement. He need, you know, it's big for him. Garrett Cole is a nice icing on the cake there. Yeah, get, yeah, Chris Garrett is Cole is a nice second. Um, but he can no longer be on the couch. So um and honestly, Chris, even if I went with Cole initially, I just had to speak my truth about Judge, you still would have won this couch. It's hard to pick against Judge. It's hard. Another one, another one I would have went with maybe is like a Jose Altuve because they could prove that they get out of here with that. No, but I'm saying they could prove that they Altuve. don't. They, they, no, but they're proving it already. Unfortunately, as much as I, I hate I, to admit know, it, they were more consistent in the, in the regular season than any other team. But I'm just saying, but they have to win it all. They haven't won without the without the cheating. Game. Yeah. I mean, you're prove. right. I mean, we could have gone that way, but we're Yankees fans. But, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to say that they could benefit from fucking anything. So uh, I don't want to give them any of that. All right. All right. Where are we going, Chris? Um. All right. So obviously you guys are on the couch. So we'll let Nick go first. Um. Let's see. Um. There's a lot of baseball. So I'll let you guys talk about. Um, I will let you talk about who will win the NFC East and why. And I'm going to let Nick go first here since he hasn't been allowed on the couch the whole show. 
Um, it's not that I'm scared of Nick. I just knew what I wanted to do with that question, and I knew Matt would be a better matchup. Um, but so Nick, your minute can start um now. Yeah, this is really tough. Um, you tough. know, it, it, it's a really competitive conference with, or I'm sorry, the division with Philly, Dallas, the Giants. Washington's decent. Uh, they don't have a shot. Knock them out right away. I don't think that Daniel Jones, when it comes to these divisional games, I don't think he has what it takes against the he likes stinks. of the Dallas defense and the Philly defense. So going to knock them out. It really comes down to Dallas and Philly. comes down to whether or not Dak is going to come back and really accelerate this offense. If he does and they continue to fire on all cylinders, um, you know, I, I, I think – the sky is the limit, but I'm going to have to go with Philly on this one because really the way that Jalen Hurts is playing, um, I think that their defense is playing lights out, both the run defense and the pass defense. They're getting to the quarterback. They're playing great pass defense, and then he's playing lights out, both rushing the ball and throwing the ball, um, and I'm going to have to go with them. And then, you know, the running game's getting established with Miles Sanders. All right, and that's your minute, Nick. Hurts has 1,300 that's yards it. on the year that's it. already. That's it. I don't care about the – I don't care about already. I don't care about Hurts. He's rushing yards. Um, it's passing whatever he's got. Um, okay. So Matt in your minute, do you want to go with the Eagles or do you have somebody else? And if you say the giants, I, I'm going to pick Nick to win without the 30 seconds. You know, you, you know, it's tough and it, it's, it's definitely my opinion between, between two teams, but honestly, I can't believe I'm going to say it. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. And this is why I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going with them because, you know, people shit on them. You know, they're, they're laughing, you know, uh, uh, butt of a joke on first take with Stephen A. You know, it's it's one of those things where they they have underperformed for so long. We remember when that, uh, you know, jumbled snap, you know, Romo tries to dive it in. We've seen some crappy plays from from the Cowboys in our time. And I think that they proved themselves to be able to win with Cooper Rush. And let it be known, I don't think if Gardner Minshew was in for the Eagles that they'd be doing as well without Jalen Hurts. So I think the Cowboys defensively and offensively are a more holistic team than the Eagles right now. I mean, you got, you know, uh, a phenomenal defense in Dallas. I I don't have the stats uh, ready with me right now, but I mean, top five, if not top three right now um, against the pass and the rush. And they're allowing um, they haven't allowed more than 17 points in a game against them so far. It's either 17 or 19. Uh, So don't quote me. But um, right, I just think it's it. the Cowboys. That's your, that's your minute. Okay. So Nick went with the Eagles. Matt goes with the Cowboys, which probably hurts Matt since he does have some history with the Eagles. Um, yeah. So I like those are the two obvious choices. And you, both of your points are really the reason why both, both of these teams would win the division if they do end up winning the division. So um, Nick and your 30 seconds here. Do you want to draw me away from, from Dallas more? I really just want to just pound the table on the Eagles. Jalen hurts uh, 98.5 PFF passing grade from a clean pocket. First among QBs this year, Lane Johnson paving the way 86.9 PFF grade uh, highest in the NFL. And then when you look at the explosive offenses, right? The most explosive offenses, uh, when you look at most receptions with gaining 15 or plus yards, they are tied with 35 plays that are go, that go 15 plus yards. You know who they're tied with, Chris? The New York Jets. But that's besides the point. Um, this team is the sky yeah, is the limit. It. Hertz is really that's seeing it. the field, and I that's think it. that uh, with that's AJ it. Brown, that's it's be it. Great. That's it, man. Come on, that's it. Stop going over your time, man. It's disrespectful to me. 
as the moderator. Come off mute. Come on, man. Um, Matt, Matthew, um, in your thirty seconds, do you want to make a? Do you want to compare the Cowboys to the Jets like uh, Nick did? I mean, did you hear the stat, or are you just gonna? You just heard the Jets. I forgot who I'm talking to. <laughs> so, Matt, your minute. I mean, your thirty seconds starts now. Yeah, I mean, I just want to lean a little bit more into into Dallas. I mean, I I think that again, you could win games and well uh, with with Cooper Rush with your backup, and Dak is miles better than Cooper Rush. So I think that you get Dak back, you continue to to, to win games, and again, it's nineteen points. They haven't allowed more than nineteen points that defense. You know, Micah Parsons is fine out of his mind. It's fantastic. I think that that team is poised to not only make it to the playoffs, um, but you know win that division and even make it to the Super Bowl. I'm going that right, far, but, your, but, but Micah Parsons, seconds. I mean, he's, he's defense and offense powerhouse right now. So I think we're all in agreement that the um, Giants aren't going to win and the Redskins or Commanders aren't going to win. Commander, um, yeah. So I think that it does come down to the Eagles and the Cowboys. Um, this is tough. I hate when you guys put me in the middle of these discussions. Um, it's a lot of good points on both sides. Um, I think just the way the Cowboys are playing without Dak, as Matt mentioned, I think I'm going to have to give the edge to them because if the Eagles were in that position, they would not be 4-1. and one. Um, so I think I'm about to go with Matt here. Fantastic. Sorry, Nick, but yeah, Gardner Minshew. A, a lot of good stats that Matt brought. You're right. A lot of good stats. And he was on the couch first. So, Matt, you want to let All us right. know where we're going to go? Yeah. Um, you know, again, I just uh, I don't think they could be getting it done with Minshew magic um, if Hurts goes down. Um, so I already put myself on the couch. So Nick and Chris have a seat on the couch. And back up. <laughs> who is your pick for offensive rookie of the year right now in the NFL is what I'm going to go with here. Um, and Nick, you can have a seat on the couch. Let me know. And it starts now. Yeah, right now it's got to be Brees Hall. Uh, right now he's currently the tied for the favorite to win an offensive rookie of the year, uh, according to most sports books. Last week, he officially broke out. I had, had 197 total yards um, and a touchdown. Um, he is 10th in NFL in the NFL in, in yards from scrimmage. Uh, pretty good for a rookie. This guy is very explosive. Uh, he's gotten a lot of touches so far. Um, he's, he, right now, he's got 488 yards. He's catching a lot of balls. Um, whenever the ball is in his hands, he just seems to be very explosive. And so I, I think it's Brees Hall. I mean, he's right now um, part of a committee, but it's he had eight, 18 carries last week, and uh, I think he had four catches. So it continues to be more of um, his backfield. And the Jets are the offense is playing very well. So I got to go with Brees Hall on this one. That's your minute right there. And if you wouldn't mind just saying who is he, who he's tied with. I'm not sure. Go 
Well, Brees Hall, like that pick, um, you know, definitely has been explosive and definitely has you know, shown Brees, um, Brees Hall is like the NFL ready. So, uh, Chris, uh, who are you thinking right now is, uh, you know, poised and ready? Who's your pick for offensive rookie of the year so far? Your minute starts now. It is Chris Olave from the Saints. Um, he's having a fantastic year so far. He's got 25 catches, 389 yards through five games, two touchdowns. Um, it's not often you see a, a rookie receiver just jump right in and turn in to be the number one guy like he has. Obviously, Jamar Chase, you have you have examples like that, but um, Chris Olave has really stepped in and taken over that role because Michael Thomas has been nowhere to be found once again as Verge keeps trying to trade him to everybody. Um, does Not going to get me again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's Olave, man. He's I have him in fantasy leagues. He had nine catches, 147 yards. Uh, one week he had four catches, 67 yards, five catches, 80 yards. He's just he's all right, Chris. Been consistent all season. And I don't think you could say the same about Brees Hall. I don't think he's done what he did last week in every single game. All right. Um, you know, de- definitely bringing up a, a name we heard a lot, you know, pre-drafts, of course, Chris Olave and, you know, a Saints team that hasn't been very um, explosive. However, um, reminding of us of his pretty good stats for a rookie so far with a quarterback position that's a little he's precarious. Put, yeah, he's there. put up numbers with no matter what quarterback is started. So he seems to, you know, be able to put up some good numbers. And, you know, Nick, in your 30 seconds, if you did get who he was tied with, but also... Um, I'd like to hear your opinion more on, um, you know, how Brees Hall, uh, how he looked to you, if you think that uh, that performance can can be uh, consistent and can continue throughout the season. And I guess, you know, your your edge, you give him over Chris Olave. Yeah, Olave, you know, I think Chris said it best, you know, Michael Thomas has been banged up. And so and they've been without a quarterback. Um, but so, well, I mean, he's been banged up. And so he's been the main focal point of that, that offense and even not being the focal point of the offense. Brees Hall has been dominating, right? So he's he uh, uh, averaging 4.9 yards per carry. He's 10th in scrimmage yards among uh, among running backs in the entire NFL, 15th in, in yards per carry, um, and he just continues to get better every single game. Uh, his rushing totals have gone up just about every single game. He went All from right, 23 to 30, 15, 39, 66, 97. Um, so, yeah. Got to cut you off. That's your 30. Pretty good, you know, a stat that he's, you know, top 10 scrimmage yards um in the entire nfl i was expecting that to be rookies um but we, there's not that many rookies you know that are playing you know and starting in the nfl right now so it wouldn't have made sense but it's still a pretty pretty impressive place to be for a rookie um so chris um in your 30 seconds you know very impressive stats with chris Olave uh, as a rookie and you know obviously two touchdowns but also the yards in a precarious uh, quarterback situation imagine what he could be doing with someone even more yep. talented so chris um where does I he think, stand sort of in the, in that regard with wide receivers? You see anything I th- that I think, impress you? I think, I think the question is who is most likely to win offensive rookie of the year. And I think it's going to be Chris Olave because like Nick said, he, he Nick didn't mention anything crazy that he's doing, but Chris Olave is six in the league in average length of reception at 13 and a half yards per reception. That's number six in the whole league, not just out of the rookies. So I think that alone is showing and like I said it's with a different quarterback he's done it with multiple guys already 
And All right, Chris, a, that's, that's a dirty. There, I think he would explode every week. Jeez, you guys made it uh, real, real tough here. Um, real tough. Not sure who to go with here. It's it's you know the four four and change yards uh, per carry the. Um, 10th in the NFL. Um, the stat that you said, Chris, he's sixth in terms of length six of in, six in average yard per reception, average yards per reception in the league, and also two touchdowns. I mean, it is just wow. Um, I mean, these two guys are, are, are very impressive. We've seen the award go to, I mean, running backs, but running backs and wide receivers alike. Um, it's not going to go to Kenny Pickett this year. I'll yeah, but yeah, exactly. Both of those, both of those picks are just phenomenal. I think because you have, uh, I believe, if Nick found who he was tied with, it probably is Chris Olave. Um, you know, so I, I would assume it's it's yeah. I mean, it's very difficult. You know the the situation with with. I mean, the Jets look like they're on fire. They're playing to win. You I know, guess they, Dan, they I can guess be, Damian Pierce and um Houston yeah, Dan, pretty good too. Yeah, he has. Um, but this is this is. Really tough. I mean, two incredible arguments here. Um, I'm going to have to go with a tie. Damian Pierce might have Brees Hall beat. You I'm, got I'm 412 well, rushing right, yards tie, already. Chris wins the show. I'm going to have to go with a tie. So uh, Nick mm -hmm. gets a point and Chris gets a point. I Chris can't pick. The show, then. Wow. So oh, Chris takes uh, it. Jets running back Brees Hall currently leads all NFL rookies with 488 scrimmage yards, yards from scrimmage. So uh, but, pretty but good. D so, Damian Pierce has four, just 400 rushing yards. And you're talking about scrimmage yards. Well, he leads. He must not have more than 30 receiving 50, yards because he leads yards. all rookies. That's what it says here. So 57 receiving yards, three total touchdowns. Four. That was that would have been a good pick too, Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce, I just think that both Chris Olave or Brees Hall could, could win it, and and where they where they both sit at this point in the season is is impressive, and I couldn't lean either way, lean into the Jet because I'm a Jets fan, but Chris Olave totally could. I mean, he totally could. So, um, I think it definitely is more likely to be Brees Hall because it's a running back liked award, especially if they're playing very well, and if I he's just, the predominant starter. I think you know that, Brees, Chris. I think with Brees Hall is that he's got to be the starter, though, for him to get this award. But, I think. but, but he is, but he the, is starter. the starter. And, and no, last, but, last year, who Michael had a better Carter, season? Jamari Chase. Who had a better season? Waddle. Who had a better season before that? Oh, Jefferson. And they all didn't win it. So it's not going to go to a receiver. And who won it last year? Who won it last year? Who won it last year? Who won what? I don't know. Offensive rookie of the year, probably Mac Jones. Yeah, probably. And and again, yeah, it's a it's a it's a quarterback and a uh, running back heavy uh, award. It seems. Um, then but where, where they are, might end up winning it. Who knows? But I think those are great picks, and you know it could go either way. And I think that the two stats that you gave me usually it's one person that gives me a crazy stat. The, I guess it was. I guess it was uh, Chase. Wanna... Yeah, Chase, I thought, did win last year. That's what I thought, too. That's why I was yeah, I, you guys it, it would be pretty so, hard for him not to. But but again, I Olave. again, it does, yeah, Lave, it, it's possible. But I, I do think it, it might go to Brees Hall, especially if he continues to play like he's playing. And Chris, it doesn't matter if he, he is the leader just because he's doing goal line stuff and he's catching more than Michael Carter pounding it, you know, on second down. He's still the starter. Brees Hall is still the starter. Um, 
So, Chris, I mean, you know, we have we have two questions left here. We can just kind of touch on them open forum. You know, it's up to you. You won the show. So, um, I mean, what? So what's what's left? Um, Let me look. So what? So we did that. So can the Padres be the Dodgers? Can the Padres be the Dodgers? I mean, I just want to say that the game I could benefit the most. Yeah, from OBJ. OBJ. So, Let me tell you right now that 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 the Padres, Chris, did you catch that NLDS game last night, Nick? I don't, I know, I don't need Padres, to ask you. The pod, the Padres. Did, did, no, Chris, did be, did yeah, you watch that game last night? I watched some of it. That was like, exciting as hell. I got to tell you, whoever was watching that, listening to this, that was an exciting playoff game for the MLB. Nick, you missed out. I'm get, Back and I'm forth, old, defensive plays. Yeah, it was on the West Coast, so it was on, on later, but I just couldn't turn it off. I think the Padres are, they remind me of, even though, take this the right way, Chris, even though they're better in the regular season than the team I'm about to mention, they remind me of the Nationals, man. The, the Padres could come out and win the World Series and, and without their best player. <laughs> they could win the World Series without their best player. Let me repeat that. I, I agree. That, um, yeah, that is insane. But it's not... But- but they st- they're still pretty loaded even without him. They have Manny Machado. They, they, they are loaded, but but no one would have picked them to to be to win without without their best player. No one. They have um who, who's their they have Darvish. Darvish who who pitched um, phenomenally last yeah. night. He you no, know he yeah, had a few look, hiccups, but he pitched well. They um, look, they look they look good. So good. I mean, but, I think that yeah, the I think the Dodgers could choke. I think the, the Dodgers yeah, could choke. It wouldn't be unlike the Dodgers to choke either. I mean, we've seen it before in the past, I think. Um, I think they definitely can beat the Dodgers, man. I think this team, as we're, they won like 110 games, I think they're just due for disappointment. I think that's usually what these teams do. Like you saw. In well, the- unfortunately, you don't say that about our Yankees, man. Yeah, but the Yankees won 98 games. Um, yeah, they, I guess they you're right. I mean, they got humbled games. a bit. They got And look at the Mets. They, they won humbled. 101. They won 101 and they lost in the first round like they usually do. So, yeah, leave it to the Mets to put all this together just to go home early. That's why I hope they don't offer Judge like a 15 year. Judge is staying a Yankee, man. Judge Nick says it too. They keep their guys. What if the Mets are like, hey, we'll give you 15 years, 800 million. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's about being a Yankee. I hope that's how he feels, but it might be about the green, man, the money. It's not going to be about the green. The Yankees are going to give him something comparable to what he's going to get from any other team. And especially if they win the World Series, they're going to give him the biggest contract a Yankee has ever received, man. They're going to give him – he's going to be Monument Park, man. That's what they want. I, I hope so. That's what I want too, but – Yeah, I know. The money, the money's out there, man. What a and- feeling it would be. We, we hear that he signs for like 12 and it's just – Ah, thank God! Like we don't, we don't have to worry. Judges, you know what? That was, you know, with Jeter, just it was hope, just a, just hope they win. That's what it. was Jeter's longest contract? I don't because he I signed like remember. a one or two year deal at the end. I remember, but it was like probably eight years back probably then. They weren't giving out like ten that. years. A Rod was the one that got the big one. Twenty one mil. Remember, Chris? A Rod got two hundred and seventy five million dollars for ten seasons. And he was making 21 mil in the last season. You let him hear it in the stadium his last season. 21 mil. I went to A-Rod's last game, actually, um, with Greg Horn, who was just on the show Wow, a couple couple moments ago, a couple minutes ago. Um, well, you know, we can move on from this because, you know, it's not an official question. We're just chatting about it. It's sort of a tough take. Um, you know, obviously, Chris won the show already. But, um, yeah, you know what they say about me, man. I'm just the, the unprofessional one. But I yeah, but I sometimes you go on yeah. the team. Again, sometimes we all, you know, I, I get a win every every eight 
you know, no, so dude, we'll see. I, know, I know your boy's listening, so I want him to hear about it. I, I want him to text you about what I'm saying about him. Um. So, uh, Nick, <laughs> you know, we, we can we can we can pull you back in here, Nick, and get off of our baseball track a bit. Where do you think would be the best position for, you know, or not position, best team for you know, to go after OBJ? I mean, OBJ is, is sort of like, you know, sitting on an opportunity. OBJ could be the piece I mean, for a couple of these teams. He, he, so, yeah, I mean, personally, you know who I think should go out and get him? The Raiders, man. The Raiders. The Jets. The, the Jets nah. don't need them. The Jets don't need them. Dude. The, nah, nah, you know, but you know who should. Raiders. The Packers. I think. The oh, Packers, I think. Yeah, the yes. Packers could. The, the Packers. Packers could. Do you Aaron think he do? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers right there. now. Randall um, Cobb going off. Randall you know, Cobb right now. Right now they're tenth in scoring or or uh, yeah points scored per game. I think they could really use another another weapon. They got they got Dobbs. They got Lazard. But none of those guys are elite wide receiver ones like, um, you know, uh, Rodgers had in the past uh, with Jordy, and then you know with. Uh, Devonte, and so I think he needs he needs that number one option, that true number one option that can uh, the, the defense needs to spend keep two guys on and needs to focus on. I think that's going to unlock uh, this offense a little bit, get the run game going Randall a little Cop. bit. AJ Dillon hasn't been as good this it's year. Uh, Cop, Aaron Jones, Nick, is okay. going to unlock Cobb? <laughs> yeah, he, Cobb would be. Yeah, Cobb's going off right now. <laughs> Randall Cobb. Yeah, all right. Not going off. He's like I, a tw- how how long has he been in the league? A long I time. A, I think another team that could benefit from him would be the Chiefs. I don't think anybody really talks about that. The Chiefs have a committee for wide receiver. You never yeah, even know who imagine, they're throwing to. Yeah, but imagine if they throw OBJ out there. So who, who too many mouths? Nick, too many mouths? Smith Schuster, oh, no. OBJ. Do you know where I, you know where I really Cole think Hardman. I think OBJ is either gonna go back to the Giants. Or he's gonna go play with Brady in Tampa. No, and I think what's going no on with Julio? Leave. What's going on with Julio? That's why OBJ is gonna come save the day. A OBJ or Gronk? Probably both. Nick Gronk coming back? Bonus question. No, I don't think so. You think he's done? I think he's done. You think he's done? I think he's done. You think Tom calls him week twelve and he's like, "Yo, we're like, yeah, we're, we're, we're shitting the bed." We need you, man. We're Yo, be the one seed. You want to come? I heard like a story. Games? I heard a story about Gronk that he didn't spend a dime of any NFL contract. He only spent money from his endorsement money, and he had been wearing the same jeans since college. That guy knows how to save his money, man. You know, I, I, speaking like, of wearing geez. the same thing, apparently Brady's been wearing the same shoulder pads since college. Yo, yeah, uh, he's, he's cheating, man. He's cheating. He's cheating. He's cheating. Deflate gate. Shoulder pad gate. I don't know, man. But yeah, they, I, I think that'd be a great fit. Um, you know, um, yeah, I don't Green really think Bay. People I think say, Green people Bay say the Chiefs. The people one. people say Buffalo. The, who who is saying the Chiefs? Set. Who is saying the Chiefs or Buffalo? Say the, Chiefs. the Chiefs wouldn't be a bad spot. Though. Chiefs. Uh, my opinion is that's there's a, a lot of teams spot. I could use them though because you could you could even say the Patriots would be a good spot for him to land because they would need a number one. The Patriots, um, he'd just be going there to get paid. He wants to be a contender. I mean, the Patriots aren't going to be a contender. I think Chris. he wants to be a contender, but a lot of teams. You got a ring, point, A lot of teams, to Chris's point, ring. would would uh want him. Yeah, but if he could uh, turn so around, if he wants and to go be a contender. If he could go somewhere where he could be a number one and put up those numbers, he could. And a lot of those teams that aren't contenders can pay him more. 
it's true. It's not to, to, to me. He could also I think go back it, to if the you're, Rams. If you're, yeah, he could. He, this could all be just us like sitting on this idea, and then he just goes back to the Rams. That's a total possibility. He just like he's been Alan talking Robinson's to them. He's been trash. Yeah, Allen Robinson's been underwhelming, but I think honestly, I think right now, I don't think his point in his career because the at his point. At his point in his career, wouldn't you want to put yourself in a position to possibly win instead of like he has money? Like, even if you're going to get paid a little bit less, why don't you just try and win? And imagine if you get two rings, like you might be a Hall of Famer, man. Go to the Cowboys. You know, like he's he's we talked about this before on the couch. Go anywhere. No, but Nick, Nick, we talked about this more on the couch. How, you know, they're they're adding, you know, uh, MVP, the conference finals in the NBA and stuff like just one more thing to add to a resume when we're living in a time with such talented players like who gets in, who gets in. You know, just like we talk about like quarterbacks from our era, they can't all get into the Hall of Fame. So wouldn't you want to add like because he's on the fringe of the Hall of Fame, like. I think he would have won Super Bowl MVP. I, I think so. Hurt. I think a lot of teams could use him. I think the Packers could use him the most. Um, yeah. But I think the Rams would really need him too. I think they could that could really There's accelerate that offense of that hasn't been very good. So I think the Rams are, are one we haven't talked about that, of course, Ravens. You know, bring him back. I think that that could be a great fit. The Ravens would be a good fit too. It's really there's a lot there's a lot of teams that he could go to and it'll boost them up. He go. So I think <laughs> uh, our friend Matt here is frozen. So I think we'll wrap up the show. Um, um, any shout outs shout here, out. Chris? Oh, we'll shout out to Matt's boy. I don't know what his name is. That gave us some reviews. I like that. Come on, sometime let's debate. Um, shout out to uh, Mr. Madden for being one of our two fans. We have two fans now, not just one, Nick. Can you believe it? We have two fans now. Yeah, shout out Alec Aaron, who's going to be coming on the Top Takes. Shout out uh, Chris's Chris's buddy, John. Shout him out. Yeah, rest in peace to John. Um, He he listened a couple times, I'm sure. He followed us on Facebook. Um, Yeah. It's tough, man. Um, yes, shout out to John. Um, shout out. Um, but yes. then your your friend John too. Oh, shout out to yeah, John. Um, Reddit John wants to come on in a couple at some point. Talk about the Eagles. Talk about him. We'll get him on here. Um, JP wants to come on talk sports. Let's talk about the Giants. Get my friend Connor on here. Talk about the Steelers and the Braves. Since Verge doesn't talk about stuff during the season. Um, <laughs> shout out to um, shout go, out Devin Chris's boys or Matt's boys Devin uh, that Chris was mentioning before uh, and uh, let's Devin. go Mountaineers tonight and go shout out Greg thanks for coming on Tough Takes let's go, thanks let's guys go you can follow man. us on Twitter Facebook appreciate you listening this far shout have a good out. one shout out anybody else that listens man let us know if you listen Hit us let up. us know if you want to come on we got, it looks like yeah. online we got listeners all over the place so I don't know who's listening up in hit us uh, up up Leave in, a review. Look like we had some Alaska fans or something in that corner <laughs> of the country. Um, I don't know what we got. Maybe some maybe Oregon out there. Check um, us out wherever you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. Let's go Pats. Go Jets. I'll see you guys. <laughs>